Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And my name is Niall Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. Welcome back. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sicky situations. Simply put, we grab questions either from uh, social media or from our lovely listeners and we attempt to answer them satisfactorily and help you guys in your lives with your trials and your tribulations and your penises. But And maybe not your penises, maybe... Yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes your clits, sometimes yeah. your bu- your butt, sometimes like a small toilet, an overly small toilet. <laughs> yeah, just a really, really small toilet. We're here for everything. Um, so I want, uh, do you have anything pressing to talk about right uh, now? No, I'm very warm. Perfect. That's about it. Yes, I am incredibly warm. Here's my idea for this episode. Last yeah. week, we barely answered any questions. Oh, and I don't know. I don't know how it happened. This week, I say we try to be concise and answer as many questions as possible. I'm aiming for at least six questions. Okay, let's do it. So let's just get right into it. Am I going first? Are you going first? I'll go first. Okay. What is it? What is it? This comes from Reddit user Ellen Gorn Eleven. How do I, a 23 year old male, tell my ex girlfriend, 25 year old female, that she is on a porn site? We broke up due to quarantine about three months ago, and today I found her on a porn site getting some after-breakup sex. Videos dated two months ago. The relationship did not end well, and basically she doesn't want anything to do with me, and neither do I. I think she doesn't know, and I'm sure she wouldn't allow it since she's not pro-porn. I feel a duty to tell her. Should I? How? Also, she sounds drunk as hell. She might not even remember she was being filmed. Um. Yeah, I guess, firstly, you need to figure out why you want to tell her. And like, really, kind of be be honest with yourself. Like, it, do do you have their best interests in heart? At, at heart, is it like kind of a little salt in the wound? Like, oh, look what you did. This guy's not as good as me because he's clearly a scumbag. Because I think there might be elements of that, even if you overall want the good things for this person. But I think you need to be very careful not to let any of that creep in. Because if she doesn't remember it being filmed, and if she didn't consent to it to get put up, it's a really fucked up situation. The last thing she needs is to have that and also have you needle her at the same time. Um, so if you are going to say something, I think you really need to be careful how you say it. Um, I was going to talk about whether or not you should, but I think if you think she's drunk and doesn't know it went up, then yeah, this is. De- I think you should. Yeah, I, d- I can't imagine. I mean, like, unless... My breakup was so bad that like they did horrible things to me. I I'd probably be like whatever, fuck it. Um, the the being drunk part, I think ah man, I think that would still tip tip the scales. Even if I like absolutely despise this person, I think it would still be very important to tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, like even like a really bad breakup, I don't think there's any situation where I wouldn't want to be like, hey, this is out there do whatever like i don't necessarily think like i don't I don't think tact is all that important in terms of like like depending on how bad the breakup is or whatever i think just being like hey saw this think you might want to know boom 100 percent. yeah I, I don't think you need to really get into anything like you don't need to be like so the other day i was having a wank and uh, you know like they don't need the backstory you could just be like hey saw a video of you on this site don't know if you know what's up there just figures you'd want to know and just kind of like leave it yeah, you know? like you don't need to do a check in. Don't have to be like, "Are you all right? Is this cool?" Like, yeah. just be like, "Hey, I found it," and then it's like ball in her court, and you know, you dust your hands of it. You did your good deed. You're a, a decent human being, and you move on. Yeah, and if if they get angry at you, or if they, you know, you can then respond to them as they respond to you. Like if, if they're like, "Well, you know," if they come back at you all aggressive, you can wash your hands of it. If they say thanks, you can be like, "No worries," and hey, you did a really nice thing, right? Um, and the sooner these things are found out, the more likely it is they can actually get them taken down, which is a yeah, good before thing. mirror sites and everything start fucking exactly. Yeah. Or like before people like if you can find it, other friends of hers can find it. or people who like her or people who go to her school or work with her. And like, I'm sure they're not going to be as cool as this. So, yeah. you know, I think 100 uh, percent reach out, make sure you don't put any snark in it. or even imply anything and just bare bones like dane said hey just a heads up i saw this video of you i don't know if you know what's up there or anything but i figured i'd let you know yep all right all right see problem solved look at that five minutes in we're already done our first question my boyfriend keeps using my stuffed animals as a jizz rag 
<laughs> when I was six, my aunt made me a stuffed animal that looked like me at the time. 20 <laughs> years later, I still have it. And my boyfriend, 28-year-old male, thinks it's weird. Yesterday, I noticed it wasn't on the shelf where it normally is. I found it on his side of the bed with a bunch of stains on the face. I realized he'd used it as a rag while masturbating. I was pissed he would do that to one of my most prized possessions. When he got home, I scolded him about it. And he says, I wasn't doing anything with it. And it was just sitting on the shelf. So he didn't think I would mind. I feel extremely bad that he did this. And I'm unsure what to do about it. What should I do? That's by Throw Raquaya. That's a fucking... There's so <laughs> many... Like, one, just jizzing on things in general is fucking... Wild. Like, do you not own tissues or a sock or... Have fucking, a like, Literally anything. Yeah, you're 28, But to, like, pick you up... You don't need the, a receptacle. Yeah, to pick up the doll that looks like your girlfriend as a child... Yeah. And come on its face? That's... <laughs> Because like yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you 100% right now, this was not a cleanup. He put that thing down and he jizzed on it. Oh, yeah. He wasn't like, oh, God. I, and then had to dash for the shelf and like, you know, and somehow just get the face. No, that's that's wild. Yeah. Like there were a lot of things I probably wouldn't come on even if I had to. You know what I mean? Like there's some things that are weird. And I think like childlike things are definitely weird. Also, like, you know, it's. You know it's a prized possession. What are you doing, bud? Yeah, I mean, it would be like if you had a fucking, you know, a signed baseball mitt or some shit, and your girlfriend was like, ah, oh, squirt all over this. Or like anything. And like, like, what are you doing? Even like squirting on something is like, it's not as crusty and as like, you know, usually. Yeah. So like, but also, can you imagine this excuse? I wasn't doing anything with it. It was just sitting on the shelf. Like, <laughs> do you know how many things that you're not doing anything with and like just sitting on shelves or in most homes like you can't just go we know there's a big trend of rubbing vaginas on books from all of our sex writing but like you can't just go coming on things that aren't like immediately being in use like what about the tv you know what i mean like what about the fucking like well chances are they're using that i think you'd have to look at like okay what about painting painting yeah there you go it's just hanging there if you're looking at it, I don't know. But I mean, yes, your point stands. Like, I have a fucking rack in my kitchen that's covered in spices that I don't use. I'm not going <laughs> to haul off and cover them in jizz. It's not, not going to be like my... <laughs> I see, mean, that's, that's fine, though. A little flavor? Mm-hmm. You're spicing up your spices. That's pro-spice moves. Instead I... of like a little bit of dust, you got globs now. And globs are stronger than dust. Stop this. <laughs> I don't know what the advice is here. Like, I think you definitely need to sit down with your boyfriend and be like, hey, you understand that this is important to me. And what you did is super disrespectful to the thing that's important to me. And thereby, like, you know, in uh, by connection, super disrespectful to me. Um, yeah. And and it's it's like the I think we had a question about like the the guy's laptop that the, the girlfriend yeah misuse it's the same thing like if if you have something even if it's not that important to you if it belongs to you and someone treats it like garbage and get, doesn't understand why you're upset then there needs to be like a talk of boundary and a talk of mutual respect and that respect mm-hmm. doesn't like it, it extends out to things beyond just yourself it extends to your belongings it extends to your friends it extends to your family like you can't be like well i respect you but like i'm gonna be an asshole to your friends or i'm gonna be an asshole to your family you know what i mean it's like that's not how that works if you respect someone you're going to respect all aspects of them whether it's belongings or relationships yeah like i think you really need to chat with him because like i don't think he did this by accident either clearly he thinks it's weird because he says it and like it looks like he did this to probably get rid of it or or something like to like it seems malicious to me um but even if it isn't like just the pure ignorance is malicious like, the fact that he doesn't understand that this is a unique item, something of importance to you, and you need to just talk to him. Be like, you can't just come on things I own for no reason. Also, it's kind of creepy. It's a it's a doll of me as a child. Like, I think yeah. you really need to have a chat with him, a hammer home, all the various, because there are so many reasons this is wrong. And if at any point he disagrees with them, maybe dump this guy. Yeah, you definitely need to have that conversation of boundaries and respect and be like, there are some red flags here as well. And then, you know, move on from there. Yeah. Now we're getting through this, like the jizz soaking into that doll's head. Stop it. <laughs>
Um, this is a long one, but an interesting one, I think. Uh, it comes from a Reddit throwaway account. Uh, my 26-year-old female husband, 29-year-old male, wants to give up technology and be a traditional family. He gave away all of our electronics. I've been my husband for six years, married for four of those, and I've known him for seven. We have a five-year-old and a three-year-old together. They share a room, but we're hopefully moving into a three-bedroom house. I work long hours, crazy long hours, but we're better off for it, and we can live very comfortably. He's had an issue with technology for a while. We've got three TVs, one in our room, the kids' room, and the living room. We've got one computer, and the children have a laptop and a DVD player. We have a phone each, and honestly, when listing it, it sounds like so much, but it really isn't. And I limit the screen time the children get. They usually only watch a film before bed, Saturday and Sunday, and a little bit of YouTube while eating breakfast. My eldest is obsessed with Roblox. Uh, plus, they listen to music on the TV. I splashed out recently on a new TV for the living room. Most important or most unnecessary expensive thing I've ever bought for myself at uh, 930 pounds, but I loved it. I came home from work to find all of our electronics just gone. He didn't even apologize, and it's not like he asked for money. He gave away at least 4,000 pounds worth of stuff for free, probably more. I had only bought him the computer for his birthday, and that was only last month's. I'm absolutely furious. He told me basically he wanted to give up electronics. He wanted to live a traditional life, including me staying at home and having more children. This is crazy change in personality, and I can't even talk to him without getting so frustrated. I have tried, and I just cried. That's how frustrated I was, and he just seems so unaffected. He's also turning into a political nut job, and I can't even discuss my own views without him screaming me down because I'm fucking ignorant. I don't know. I'm just so angry right now. Uh, also, I have a five-year-old begging me to use my phone to watch Roblox videos. Man, that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, therapy. You need to go and talk to someone, like, toot sweet, as quick as possible. Um, yeah, I will like, note that uh, he hasn't been working, I, it, like it was mentioned in the comments below, he hasn't been working because of isolation, she has the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm a, yeah, like, that, that sounds like some kind of mental break, or... Oh, 100%. You know, like, because, one, there's no such thing as a fucking traditional you know what i mean like electronics don't play into that and either way a traditional family is bullshit because like the reason that's not the case mostly these days is because it was a fucked up system he can't just be like you're not working anymore he can't just be like you're having kids now and also just like let's go fuck your finances and your lives and your agency and everything because like you you should have at least an equal fucking say in this shit and he didn't even talk to you guys um it's it's crazy it's it's 100 not healthy behavior um poor kids like sounds like you guys actually had a pretty good handle on screen time and all that ironically so like it didn't even sound like it was a problem in the first place but no this guy needs to go talk to somebody because i think in general that's a giant weird thing to do and it's not healthy but like to have it be such a big like kind of like to turnabout is is not good. Yeah, I mean, I think this is obviously, like you said, like some sort of like mental breakdown because of isolation. Probably because this is the first time he's had to like really take care of the kids. Yeah, you know maybe. what I mean. Like he has been the the sole caregiver, and I wouldn't be surprised if because of the political climate, because mm-hmm. it, it says that like he's become this nut job and she can't talk about our views. Granted, I don't know what views which one of them are. Well, what if I'm, he's just trying to get rid of all the 5G in the house to save his children? Well, this is that's kind of my point, is I'm worried that with all this extra time he's had, he's fallen into this sort of like... Conspiracy like, theory fucking pool. Like you've seen, like I've seen so many of my friends who I was once like, oh, you're a normal person, who are now like sharing Daily Wire and the Blaze video. You know what I mean? It's like all these sort of right-wing, very like in-your-face, like every, like the Democrats are ruining the states and mm-hmm. like, you know, Tucker Carl. Like it's very easy to like be lured in. Like that's the whole point of them. You know what well, I mean? It's very easy to like pull people into that, especially if you're already like teetering on the mental brink of stuff. So like well, the thing all about- of these things seem seem correlated to that you know what i mean like i'm i'm thinking that like if she's pro black lives matter and pro you know abolishing police and he's watching all these videos about how that's evil that might be where this like big sudden change is you know what i mean 100 percent. well the thing is like conspiracy theories appeal to people who are scared and feel out of control because it gives them this sense of like, oh, I actually have a handle on this. Like I'm in, like I'm, I'm above people. I'm smart. I'm like, I'm really like in there. This is the real truth. Like I'm, it gives you this like special kind of like place 
where you're important and you're successful. And I guess like you can be like, you know, you can feel good about yourself because you actually know and like all this shit, even though it's all bullshit. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if his, his fears over COVID and over being at home and all this shit just gave him kind of like the fear to let in all these conspiracy theories to, to try and kind of like remedy things. Um, also, yeah, like the, the first thing that people who kind of like become obsessed with this do is like the media is lying to you. How do you get the media away from everybody? You throw all your fucking like TVs and phones and shit, you know? So like, it's, it's actually kind of scary, but it, the rise in people who are dealing with COVID and who are like leaning towards these like radical fucking insane ideas. Uh, I'm not, I'm not surprised, you know, that is happening right now. Yeah. It's and still I, terrible. Like, again, and you still need to go get help, but yeah, this is all sort of like speculation too. Cause like, again, we don't know for all we know, she's the one who's, and he's getting rid of it to like save his kid. You know what I mean? It's like, we don't know. Well, like, you for know, all we know she's Roblox the one who's like, the Illuminati. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but ultimately like, yes, the, the thing that needs to be taught is like professional help needs to, because like you can't have someone start trying to dictate your life. You mm-hmm. also can't have people like impacting your kid's life. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like eventually like kids need computers for school. Yeah. Kids who don't have computers at school are at like such a massive disadvantage. This is why like, you know, the wealth inequality in America mm-hmm. is, is a thing because like poorer families can't afford the internet or can't afford electronics and can't afford all this stuff. So like one, you're going to have the social, like, most communication happens over digital means yeah. now, especially so right like, now where they can't even go to fucking school. Yeah. Like if they're, if like, they're, they're going to do zoom calls yeah. now, but even just like on a, like a social level, like they're not gonna be able to engage with their friends. Cause their friends are going to talk about TV shows that they can't watch now. Cause their dad fucking lost it one day. Yeah. You know? And even if you did for some reason, support all this shit, it still doesn't matter because he never talked to you. You know, like there's so many problems with this. And, I and think, like, like it's stuff that you bought, like you bought yeah. that TV for yourself as a reward for, I guess, working hard and spent a bunch of money on it. So like, yeah. it's such a kick in the teeth and it's just fucking over your family. Yeah. Like I would be so pissed. Like, you know, PlayStation five's coming out soon. If I mm-hmm. bought that and then I came home uh, and Amanda had just fucking given it away for free because she's like, well, I read that video games aren't good for blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I would be fucking furious. So I get it. Um, so yeah, you need, you need to have that talk. You need to sit down and be like, Hey, this is unacceptable. You didn't ask me. And then like, you, it sucks cause you have kids and you're married and you've known each other for so long, but like, there might be a time where you'd be like, Hey, you are unhinged and I'm f- worried that this will have a direct impact on our kids and my life. So I'm out. Yeah. Um, which it's, is obviously obviously try to get help first, try to get counseling, try to get to the root of this because there is a trigger that snapped and you yeah. need to sort of like, you know, piece that back together. Also kind of worrying that he's just shouting, like screaming you down when you try to talk to him and doing like dramatic things like this. Like I would all honestly be worried that it would keep escalating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a very dramatic change very quickly. And like the next step, if it continues, that trend is going to be far worse. So yep. it definitely is as you need professional help now. 100%. All right. All right. Uh, pick a number between one and five. Uh, three. All right. Boyfriend was sent a video of one of his friends playing with herself accidentally. Despite throw RA accident vid. Title says it all. My 31 year old female boyfriend, 33 year old male told me yesterday. He accidentally received a video of one of his female friends playing with herself. For some reason, he thought it was hilarious and told me without having any told me without me having any idea that happened in the first place. The woman meant to send it to someone else and asked him to delete it straight away. I didn't see the funny side when he told me this, mainly because I believe if you're going to send something containing graphic content, you check and double check the recipient first before hitting send. This caused a huge argument because I've said, why would you feel the need to send something like that if they weren't already sexting or sending messages of that nature previously? He says I'm making a big deal out of nothing because he deleted it straight away and nothing is going on. He sent me many texts in the time since that happened, explaining nothing is going on, etc., and that he's done nothing to provoke her or sending him that. I can't help but feel I'm being made fun of here. I can't look at his phone because we aren't seeing each other at the moment due to COVID. Also, we've been together nearly two years. 
I mean, like, I again, I don't know this guy, so I'm going to go on face value and, and everything. Oh, wait, wait, you don't know this guy? Uh, we'll do a different question. Yeah, okay, never mind. We <laughs> only do questions for people that I know personally. Mm-hmm. Um, like, who hasn't sent a text to the wrong person or a mm-hmm. message to the wrong person? Granted, yes. But, like, I almost picture, like, the rare times that I, I use Snapchat for sexy things... I nearly posted a picture of my dick to like my public story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like, fucking happens. Like I get it, especially if you're like you know having multi. If you've got all those chat bubbles, sometimes your phone lags and you haven't switched over correctly, and you send it and you're like, ah, fuck me. The big tell here is if you guys aren't seeing each other, he could have not told you at all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like but, it's but, not like you you saw the phone. And you're like, hey, why is there a naked video or, you know, why is there a video of a, a girl masturbating on your phone? Like, he had no reason to tell you this other than to be like, hey, it happened. It's funny. Yeah. And the th- like, it would be very easy. Like, one, if he liked it to just never tell you or reciprocate yeah. in kind or, you know, continue a relationship like that. You know what I mean? It would also be very easy if he didn't want to upset you to not tell you because, you know, you might react like this. Um, so the fact that he still told you despite those possibilities is a pretty fucking positive sign because like, if he's trying to sneak around, he's ruined it by telling you, Yeah, you know, like he's, he's gone out of his way to let you know this happened. And honestly, the fact that he was like, oh, it's funny and all this shit. I'm sure he didn't necessarily find it hilarious, but I'm sure he also wants you to know, like, I think I'd feel guilty or weird if someone said something like that. But you also wouldn't want to make it seem like it's a big deal because then it seems like it's a big deal. So I think I'd be like, oh, funny story. I just got this video. Lol, delete it straight away. And not necessarily going, oh, hilarious, but more like just a heads up. You know, the one thing to not do if you wanted to hide it is to to go out and be like, hey, look at this. Or this is exactly what happened. Yeah, it's it's a a wild move if they were being sneaky to like tell you because like, Mm -hmm. again, now it's on their radar. Yeah. As before, it absolutely 100% was not. Yeah. And if you are saying, like, even if it's like a preemptive lie or whatever, that seems a bit dramatic because if you got one and they caught it, you could just be like, oh, shit, they just sent it to me by accident. Boom. There you go. Back to square one. And this time it's more suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It seems wild to jump to that conclusion that quickly and, like, feel all of a sudden you're in, like, a conspiracy of people laughing at you. I don't think that's a healthy... So here's the thing. Again, I think you're allowed to feel that. You know what I mean? It's like, it is very easy. Like, insecurities are a 100% thing. And, like, you can't expect everyone to uh, to be, uh, you know, always the best person that they are. So it's like, it's okay if you feel a little insecure about it. But voice that. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, I, you know, I feel really insecure about that. I feel a little, a little weird about that. And have a conversation about it. Don't, you know, turn it into accusatory. Don't automatically make it a fight. Mm-hmm. Feel what you're feeling. Express your feelings. Talk to your partner about those feelings. But don't automatically assume the worst. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, sure, if you want to feel it, whatever. But feeling it and then turning it into a thing, which I've kind of done by posting it online. You know what I mean? Like, if you feel it and are like, no, that's ridiculous. Sure. Or if you feel it and you get over it and you realize it's because you're insecure or whatever which again understandable cool but like to, to immediately jump to the worst possible scenario and then keep kind of like building that up in your head yeah is not good and the thing is like it might not be entirely innocent on her behalf you know what i mean like she might be like oops like wink but it doesn't 100%. matter it doesn't matter what the fuck she does because your boyfriend is the only person in the relationship with you and the trustworthy move in this case is to tell you and he did that yeah. Like, what else like, can you do? I promise you there are guys talking to her being slightly suggestive. Maybe oh, not yeah. sending dick pics, but, like, 100% she but gets But also flirted, probably right? that, too. Like, guys, I mean, more. maybe. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you need to relax. Again, if you have these feelings, talk to them or yeah. talk about them. That's mm-hmm. fine. But don't, man- like, don't manifest a fight before you've addressed the issue. Because that will never solve anything. That's just going to lead to all sorts of hurt feelings. Oh, yeah. Hit me. This comes from Sharp Intern. My looks really are holding me back from a relationship. And I'm 30. Should I go under the knife? Before everyone gets on the you'll find the right one for you train, let me explain. 
I used to be really good looking, but as I've gotten older, my face in particular has gotten just plain old ugly. This has gotten me to the point where I can't even take pictures without having a full on mental breakdown about how ugly I am. Huge nose, bad asymmetry, ugly shape. I need fillers desperately. I'm considering plastic surgery. The rest of my life is pretty well in order, and I'm more or less very happy at how things are turning out. I've done a lot of personal internal work. People would call me a catch. I even love my body, and I'm totally happy as far as that is concerned. It's just my face that's the problem. I can't even be in pictures. Every time I am, I see the results, and I cry. I think this is also why I'm tending to attract a lot of people who like me, but no one is willing to commit to me. Some are willing to beg me to stick around, but they have wandering eyes. Even commitment-minded men who have been in long relationships don't seem satisfied with me. A lot of people love me and tell me how sweet I am and all that, but ultimately quickly commit to someone good-looking. I'm wondering if my looks are causing me so much to be held back personally and insecurity-wise in terms of getting what I want. Oh, man. Therapy? <laughs> I I feel like... It's a really weird question because it almost seems like they're undermining what they're trying to say at every turn. You know, like they're like, oh, like I don't really like they're saying like they're terrible and they don't have relationships and whatever. But then they're like, I'm a catch. People like me. People love me. I'm attracting people all the time. People are hooking up with me, but they've wandering eyes. I don't feel like that's an issue because if you were that ugly, they just wouldn't want to hook up with you or they wouldn't want to be with you at all. It wouldn't be like. I'll get with you, but I won't, you know, I'll still look at other people. Um, What I think is probably ruining these are your massive amounts of insecurity. If you can't get in a photo without crying, if you can't take a photo of yourself without having a mental breakdown, that's the issue. Mm -hmm. Like I very, very, very much doubt your face is anywhere near as bad as you're making it sound. Um, And there also seems to be a lot of evidence in your own post that that is also not the case. But if you think it is, you're going to be freaking out so much and being weird about things such as pictures, such as like jealousy when they you know have wandering eyes, etc. And that's going to drive people away. You know what I mean? Like if you can't love yourself, how can you expect somebody else to do so? And if you're hell so yeah, RuPaul, up, get it? Hell yeah! Like if you're li- like so hung up and freaking out about this this stuff, like that's going to kill a relationship far more than any face will. Hundred percent. Like I can tell you right now, this is like no one starts really good looking and then gets ugly. Yes. Like I like I don't think that happens. Like no. maybe, you maybe, know, as you get like, older, blah blah blah. But like chances are what's happened is like a body dysmorphia kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, exactly what you said. I know it's not a body, it's specifically the face. Um face but like it's your body. I guess. There's probably no no horrible disfiguration. There's you know what I mean? It's like and me personally, I am, I'm pretty against cosmetic surgery. I, I think you should just sort of like ride the natural look. Um, I'm all about sort of like medical reconstructive surgery, that kind of stuff. Of course, yeah. Um, but, but again, it's, it's your body. You're allowed to do whatever you want. I just think it's a slippery slope that usually ends with a re- well, worse result. That's um, the thing. Like I, I know a few people who have gotten plastic surgery and like, ironically, it usually makes them just look worse. Um, I also feel like the more you do it, the more you then want to do it because like, you're not solving the problem. Exactly. It's, it's a tattoo situation. Like the first time you get one, you're like, "Ah, I want more. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's less almost like, uh, putting fuck. There's, there's probably a good term I can do, but instead of like fixing a leak, just like putting more paper over it. You know what I mean? Cause the (laughs) internal problem is like your, your insecurity and your like dysmorphia. And instead of actually stopping the leak, you're just like, shit, put some cardboard on that. And then when that soaks through, you put more cardboard on it, you know? Um, And that's the thing. That's why I think people just keep getting more and more surgery because they think it's going to fix the problem. But there is no And it's also like, if if you have like, uh, if you hate your nose and then you get a nose job, you're like, oh shit, I can fix things now. And then you start, you know, it's like when you, when you draw something and... There's a point where like you hit diminishing returns on how much you can keep like editing (laughs) editing it. You know what I mean? Eventually it just, you start like overanalyzing everything and it just gets shitty because you've stripped away the essence of whatever it originally was. Um, But this is a hundred, like you nailed it. It's a hundred percent an insecurity thing. Like you have convinced yourself that you are ugly and 
obviously you're not because you're attracting people, people like you. And then this insecurity comes up and people are probably so exhausted trying to assure you that you are not hideous mm-hmm. that they're like, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Like I, and it's like, yes, I'm sure that like when they go and the next person or the next time you see them, they're with someone quote unquote more attractive than you mm-hmm. is because that person isn't obsessed with the way they look. They're just being them. Exactly. So, like, especially like what age they're like 30. 30 yes like that's no one wants that bullshit when they're 30 you know what i mean no. like no one like if you were 18 and you were freaking out or like you know 16 and you were freaking out about all your shit and your looks you don't want photos and like maybe someone would be willing to put up with that drama but like they also shouldn't it's just because they're young and dumb as well but like when you're and that's that like age, all you really have to worry about yeah exactly when you're that age it's like the only like no you don't you're not gonna stick around for all that shit and like looks are so much less important after even like the initial meeting or two you know what i mean like if if you never talk to anybody ever you never got your foot in the door kind of deal um then yeah sure maybe maybe you'd have an issue but even then there's a million different things and it your attitude seems to be the worst one you know it's almost like if you're like oh my resume sucks but like you keep getting job interviews you just show up and like vomit on the desk and keep blaming your resume. You know what I mean? <laughs> like your resume seems to be fucking fine, but you need to nail the job interview. And that's not going to yeah. work if you can't take photos and have mental breakdowns. And apparently all you think about is how ugly you are. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that plastic surgery is not going to help that problem, even if it changes no. your face. And no. it's a big commitment and it is a an ordeal to go through and it is expensive. So you would be far better to... Sure, if you want to do it, like, you know, body's your own. Obviously, we, we can't tell you anything about that. But at the very least, get go see someone and go talk this out. Because worst case, you still do, you're still back where you started. Best case, you save a shit ton of money and time and, you know, you love yourself for you. Yeah, take 10% of whatever you think the uh, the plastic surgery is going to cost and put that into a therapy fund. Yeah. And and go go talk to a therapist uh, about all this and and it, you know address all your concerns read this post out verbatim if you want mm-hmm. and i'm sure you will have sessions and sessions worth to talk about because as Niall said at the very beginning this is insecurity yeah all right let's go all right this is by eliza avery xx my boyfriend did nothing for me for my 21st birthday yesterday Today is his, and I'm torn. To give you a little background, a few things here are important. One, he doesn't understand birthdays because he couldn't care less about his, or so he says. Two, he expressed to me that my birthday is hard for him because he sees me enjoying all the things he wishes he could have on his birthday. His family really doesn't care, and he's never had parties or anything growing up. My family is huge, and I had a hole even thrown by my mother yesterday and always do. I assume whole party. I don't know. Three, he has had some financial issues in the last couple of months, so he doesn't have spending money. But birthdays, holidays, and anniversaries are extremely important to me. Not just my own, but other people's too. All I want to do is spoil him. I told him I in no way expected him to spend any money. All I wanted was to feel special. There are tons of things that would have brought me over the moon that are free. I even gave him ideas. A note, a surprise at work. I had a nine-hour shift for him to just show up and tell me he loves me. Lunch ready when I come home, a foot rub. Literally anything. I'm not high maintenance whatsoever. I just wanted a little thought. Is that too much to ask? Now, today is his birthday, and I don't want to do nothing for him, just like his family. But at the same time, does he deserve it? I don't want to make our birthdays into a competition either. Help me. Oh, this is tough. Because I like she's coming from the right place, I think, with just like a little teeter on the wrong side. Yeah. Um, this is uh, this is a lot of like internal issues that we have this this episode, because, again, like I'm sure. One, it really sucks that like he did nothing because you you made it clear. Like I was going to say when she was like, oh, he doesn't have any money. I was like, then like talk to him. You know what I mean? It's like have that conversation and be like, hey, birthdays are really important to me. I don't need anything grand. I don't need you to spend any money. Just, you know, let's just have dinner together. Or you know what I mean? Like something like that. Just, But she said that mm-hmm. and he didn't do it. So that to me seems a little malicious on his part mm-hmm. and a little bitter on his part. Um, so I think, I think you're on the right track. I don't think you should do nothing on his birthday. Um, I think you should do something small. Don't make it, don't like bring a gift. Cause I think that might be lording it over him, but like, you know, 
maybe make dinner for him or give him a massage or, you know, something very small, something free, something uh, that me like gets you to spend time together and broach the subject then be like, I know birthdays are difficult for you, but they're important to me. And I want to like start a new tradition of us having good birthdays together. Um, because I used to date someone who hated Christmas and my whole thing was, I was just like, just because you had shitty Christmases as a kid doesn't mean that we have like, they don't always have to be bad. Mm -hmm. You're not a kid anymore. Like you have control over this. Like we can make new fun Christmas memories and they, they can be ours. They can be our own thing. We can figure out what works for both of us. And that's what Christmas is. And they can be fun. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And like, I, it does suck that he didn't do anything, especially when she like, you know, literally kind of spelled it out for him. I would love to know why that is like, whether it is that he didn't actually like, maybe he literally doesn't understand that it is a big deal for her. So like when she was saying these things, it just kind of like, didn't mean anything to him. Like he wasn't sure. Or maybe for him, it's like embarrassing not to have the spending money and not really to know what to do. So like a surprise at work to show up and tell me you love me seems like really condescending to him like maybe he is so ashamed like maybe he thinks the stuff he can do for free are not important enough that like doing so is almost like admitting he's not you know what i mean like i know some people can read things that way i'm not saying it excuses it and but i also think like yeah that sucks but like keeping that going by not doing anything for his birthday i think is also kind of shitty because they are and you also, it's also kind of for you, too, because you like doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you want to. So 100% do it. You know, if you didn't want to and you were like, oh, I don't know if I should, then like whatever. But like 100%. And Dane, you're totally on the right track with the gift. Like you don't want to be like, here's your new Apple iPad and, you know, electric car. Because that's a lot of money. And he didn't have any money to spend on you. Yeah. But like a nice dinner, like some drinks, like something, you know, the thought more than the cost. Definitely. and like. Yeah, basically, I'm just repeating everything you said because it was spot on. Yeah, it's it's I, I, I think this is a thing in a lot of relationships where people have, you know, there's there's something that they don't like and they refuse to let go of that and start over fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like I said, like with the Christmas thing or, you know, any number of things where it's like people are like, no, this reminds me of X and I don't want to do it anymore. It's like, OK, but like we can't go the rest of our relationship skipping birthdays or skipping Christmas, mm-hmm. especially if it's important to the other person. Yeah. So there needs to be like a way, whether it's your conversation or internal reflection or therapy or, you know, whatever to release and be like, okay, from here on out, shitty Christmases, shitty birthdays are behind me. Mm-hmm. We, we've done that. I've had shitty birthdays, but now I have, you know, a, a, all these birthdays ahead of me that can be now good. To just sort of like dig your heels in and be like, birthdays are shit and they'll always be shit because I refuse to let them be anything else. That's a wild, a wild move. Yeah. And I do feel like sometimes people can get like stubborn, like, like, and you know, just no, like almost like, I don't know, like a child, just like, no, I'm not, I'm not changing it. And it's like, sometimes you just need to fucking talk to them and be like, okay, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You because know, I think it, a good way is to, to show them, right? It's admission of weakness, right? Like it's yeah. it's a mission of being like, hey, you were hurt. You yeah. know, this hurts you. And it's and done I, a, and it still hurts you. And as we know, men are brought up really well to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> Society loves when men talk about their feelings. Yeah. That's why we're all so healthy at it. Um, so it's like, yeah, I think you should talk about it and and then be like, hey, going forward, I want to work on a tradition of, of fun birthdays for both of us mm-hmm. and see where that goes. Yeah. All right. Um, this comes from Reddit user looking for some lovey. Dating while young and broke. How do y'all do it? I, male 19, still live with my parents and I quit my job when Corona popped off. How do I date? Do g- girls even like guys like me? I feel so useless. They say unemployed guys give good sex. That better be true. <laughs> yeah, that's actually our number one sex tip is lose your job. Like, is that a, I've never heard anyone say that ever. I think it's like, I think it's like a media thing where it's like, you know, the hardworking, like business guy will like have his girlfriend stolen by like the shaggy haired, like dude who lives in his truck, but he just like, he fucks. 
you know, because that's all he's got, right? Because, like, you know, like, the the guy in the TV show has, like, his money and he has his whatever. And this guy, like, has nothing redeemable apart from his sex. And it's like, the devil, you know. Uh, I have definitely heard that, yeah. Okay, because when I read that, I was like, I don't know if anyone's ever said that. I don't know if, like, they say it exactly like that, but, yeah, it is kind no, of... No, like, you're... What you're saying makes sense, yes. There's, like, sort of that, you know, aloof freeloader ro- who... Yeah, that roving stoner who just, like, you know... um, Like, if you find someone who's, like, you don't have a job, fuck you. They're probably a bit of an asshole, you know? And there's a difference between, like, yeah, I don't have a job because of, you know, the fucking global pandemic... And I don't have a job and haven't had a job for years. I don't want a job. You know what I mean? I think like a lot of why people are hesitant to be in relationships with someone who like doesn't have a job or whatever is because of the like the latter. You know, if you're unambitious or lazy or just like coasting on someone else's money, that's usually indicative of like either your personality or like what you plan to do in the future, which is probably the same. So you probably won't match up with someone who doesn't have those views. You're 19, though, and like fuck it you'll be fine that's that's my thing is like if if you were like there's so many conditions here that sort of like negate what you're talking about mm-hmm. one like living at home is tough i i've never dated while living at home so i don't really have like you i guess you just either have to go to their place or wait until your parents leave or kind of situation fuck in a park fucking a park um but like there's a global pandemic. A lot of people aren't working right now. It's not that big of a deal. No, uh, I don't think anyone's going to be like, Oh, you're not working during a place where most people aren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, second, if you were older and there was no pandemic and you were say like in your thirties and you're like, I don't have a job just cause I still live at home. Why should I have a job? I think that would be an unattractive trait because yes. it's like, cool. What are you up to then? Like, what are mm-hmm. you doing? Yeah. Um, cause I, you know, if you then are like, oh, it's because I'm, you know, doing this crazy thing and people are like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Um, then cool. But like, if you're just like, I'm just not working because I don't want to. Yeah. Then it's, yeah, it's kind I, of that's an about, undesirable trait. It's kind of all about like why you're doing it. And it's like pandemic. You're good. I don't necessarily like, I can't in good conscience sort of be like hey it's a pandemic go out there and like you know meet women because it's that's a dangerous thing to do right yeah, now i would like if you're in america just stay the fuck home please because like, america right now is like it, it's every day uh, every day i look at the fucking news and i'm just like what is going on because it's just it's a joke like it's not funny yeah. but it's a fucking joke um so yeah if you're in america none of this advice applies to you just stay the fuck home wear a mask just stay home wear a mask and like you know, I don't know. Yeah. Bunker but, down. Pretend the communists are coming and like hide in your bunkers. But like if if you're somewhere, obviously like make informed decisions, you know what I mean? Like about cases and about who you're meeting and all this shit or just like wait a few weeks because it's hopefully going to get better. Um, so we're going to leave that kind of up to you because you're the only one who's going to know which like stage of, you know, COVID your areas in and make your own kind of risk assessment. I would err on the side of caution, but you know, up to you, obviously. Um, but yeah, like once you get out there, no one's going to care. Like I wouldn't like, once you're not weird about money, hopefully they won't be. And if they are, then fuck it. You know, you probably don't want to be with them. Yeah. Maybe like, don't, don't be dumb and be like, Hey, let's go to this really expensive place. And then, you know, bankrupt yourself and not be able to go out for the next two weeks. But like your first few dates shouldn't be expensive anyway. You know? And with COVID, like, it is the perfect time to just get some beer and go to a park or have a picnic or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, you can do yeah. stuff pretty inexpensively right now. Um, and there's so many things to do that are either cheap or free. So you'll be good. You're fine. All right. Ready? Yep. This is by user fictional character. My 22-year-old female boyfriend, 21-year-old male, doesn't hide his boners, and it's embarrassing. <laughs> So this is an odd predicament to be in, and I've got no clue if I'm being oversensitive or how slash if I should bring this up. Anyway, my boyfriend and I have been together for over a year, and we are currently living with his family, which works out fine. He's going through school, and I work full time. We don't need our own place yet, nor do we have the money saved up either. So moving right now isn't an option. 
onto the problem. He doesn't hide his boners. This wouldn't be a problem for me if he didn't have to walk out into the common areas of his house with one. He'll wake up in the morning, and yeah, I know, morning wood, blah, blah, walks through the kitchen where his two younger sisters, 16 and 19, and mom usually hang out, just in compression boxers with a hard-on. Like, dude, you're not subtle. It's very obvious when you have a boner, and you don't even bother throwing on at least a pair of shorts. It's genuinely embarrassing to me, and it makes me uncomfortable when he's parading around his younger sisters. Another instance was recently we went with his father to run an errand. Him in the front seat, me in the back. His dad leaves to go inside, and we stayed in the car. I teased him a little, and he got hard. I knew his dad would be back soon, so I stopped teasing, tried to let my boyfriend have a cool-down moment. He was still raring to go when his father got in the vehicle, and I was close to completely mortified. He acted like he didn't care that he was showing. Didn't try to adjust it, hide it, nothing. I have no idea if I should mention it to him or dumb it down to probably how he was raised. Ha <laughs> ha. Also, I have tried to get him to put at least put shorts on before walking out of the room, but he's done that maybe four times and stopped. <laughs> oh, man. Um, my, like, so part of me wants to be like, just let this guy do what he wants. Like, if it's, it's his family. But the problem is, is like, if he's coming out of the room that you guys, you know, are living in, mm-hmm. you are directly attached to that erection. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like no one's looking at this guy's hard dick and being like, oh, that's his own doing, even though it probably <laughs> is if he's just waking up. No, they're thinking, oh, you know, like they see that hard dick and they're thinking like your face is sort of like just hovering and floating around it. Yeah, they're like, it because, basically just has a sign being like, Lauren did this. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I I think it's weird that you're like, should I talk to him? It's like, yes. Yes, you should. You should be like, hey, could you be a little bit more discreet about your erections? Alternatively, also, if you know this is how he acts, maybe don't get him hard when you're in a car with his dad. Okay, yeah, that that we gotta talk about. It's like, oh, he always shows his boner. Like, can you believe it? And then his dad left the car, and I just started jerking him. It's like, whoa, 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 I'm sorry, what? Like, you know this is a problem, and you're just like, shit, he's gone for one second. Like, maybe he can't stop showing his boners, because every time someone's looking away, you're just touching it. <laughs> maybe, like, he's just given up. It's like, he has a boner all the time now. It's like like being like, my dog always jumps on the counter and eats the food, but I've left this turkey just sitting on the coffee table. Yeah. It's like, like, of course, yeah, if the problem is him not hiding his erections, maybe stop giving him erections in public. <laughs> Again, no, I'm not saying... Overeats, but the second that everyone else is out of the room, I fed him like three <laughs> whole chickens. <laughs> I just stuff his stupid puppy face with food. Aw. That's really cute. Aw, stupid puppy face. I just want to fill that face. Oh, Jesus, Dan, that's disgusting. I know. I hated it saying it. <laughs> so, like, yes, I ha- have the conversation. Talk to him. Be like, hey, please, when you go out, it makes me super uncomfortable that the women in your family are seeing your, your erection and thinking that I am the culprit for it. So please put on a pair of pants. It'd be like, you know. You wouldn't want me walking out if you had brothers and a dad in like a thong and you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure yeah. he wouldn't be cool with that. I mean, maybe he would be, but well, like, you, it would also me, be. Like, under- I, I honestly think it's quite weird. Part of me is like, should I think that it's cool that this family is accepting because like, hey, boners are natural. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if their family is, is cool with, with their bodies and stuff, I almost think that's admirable. But the thing is, I almost I'm not sure where I lie because I, I can't imagine myself doing it is, is the thing. But you made a really, really good point where it doesn't really matter necessarily how they go because it involves you. So, like, even if he starts being like, that's just what we do, you can be like, cool, but it does involve me. And that's not what we do because my feelings matter here. And, like, if he doesn't care about that, then you got an issue. Yeah. And it's not about you dictating, like, how he lives and whatever because it's about how it affects you. And that's very valid. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like you need to – yeah you just have to tell him be like hey this bothers me can we find a solution to it and it's like if the solution is solution if the the solution is just throw on some shorts then problem solved like i I can't imagine any situation where like if amanda asked me been like hey you know we're staying with or my parents are staying over like we've her mom slept on the couch a few times when she's been in the city for like meetings and stuff like if Amanda was like, "Hey, do you mind not going out in your underwear?" 
I'd be like, yeah, for sure. No problem. Yeah, but it wouldn't even need to be asked, probably. No, of course not. But it's like, you know, if I was one of those guys who was like, I'm a freewheeling, free mm-hmm. spirit, everything's cool. But if, if my partner asked me to do something. Yeah, especially like, if it's that easily fixed. Yeah, and if it like it doesn't affect my life at all. There's there's literally nothing happening to me that like I can still walk to the bathroom. It's not like she's asking me to like, you know, put on 40 pounds of fucking, you yeah, know, lead like clothing so she do, can't. She's not asking you to do something crazy like wear a mask. Pfft. Yeah. Who would do that? It's only a fucking pandemic. Um, okay, let's do we have time for one more? Sure. Right. Um, this comes from uh, Reddit user I'm a grieve. Uh, and they say, I am in sixth grade. I am in sixth grade. I'm a decent looking boy. I like a girl. She is fat and short. And I'm embarrassed <laughs> because I don't know what my friends will think when I say I like her. What should I do? Uh, if they're your friends, they're going to be your friends anyway. So fuck it. Live your truth. They are in sixth grade where kids are fucking vicious. That's true. But I think it's all about like the confidence. You know what I mean? If you're like, oh, I, I kind of like her. They're like, oh, you can be like, I like her. They might be like, what? But you're just like, yeah, fuck it. I like her. I don't care. You yeah. Know? Or do you need to tell them? Like, is well, it something you are going to actively go towards? But also, like, I know what you mean. There are some friends who, like, they're not really friends, but, like, they're friends. So, like, yeah, they'll probably rag you. But, like, your good friends aren't going to, at least not maliciously. You know what I mean? Also, like, it really sucks to think that in this world, the the reason people aren't following through on you know, connections is because they're afraid that someone's like, that's not the girl for like that girl. Isn't, you know, quote unquote, good enough for you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I think back distinctly in high school where I did not pursue uh, something with a girl that I had a huge crush on. I thought she was cute as hell. Um, and like, I understand that why most people didn't find her attractive. Um, but I definitely did, but I didn't do anything because I was like, because of exactly that, you know what I mean? I didn't know what other people were going to think if if her and I were a thing. And it's, it's so stupid. Like, I wish I could go back in time and be like, hey, that could have been a really cool part of your life. Yeah. Um, and it's not that, you know, I want to change anything about my life. But it's like, you know, I, I actively didn't do something that I wanted to do because I was worried about what other people were going to think. And that's stupid as hell. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like... Like, I'm sure you can weather whatever, joking, whatever. Once it doesn't, like, come back on her, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't do it in a place where they could be mean to her or to somebody, someone that you think it would set them off to the fact that they would be mean to her because that would suck, you know what I mean? Like, this poor girl doesn't need that. Um, But, like, if you've got a really good friend, tell them. And, like, at least then they'll be on your side if you decide to tell anyone else. Yeah, and also, like, you're in a position now to be like, hey, fuck yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, she's fat. Hey, why don't you go fuck yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, people, like, when you when you don't get angry, when you just kind of, like, shut down bullying, like, what else are they going to do? You know what I mean? Just be like, oh, well, she's fat. It's like, you're an asshole. Like, what? what's your point? Like, what yeah. are you getting at? It's like, I think she's super hot. So. And, like, also, it's like, they sh- you could just be like, hey, if you don't like her, why does it bother you? You can go after whoever you want, but, like, I really like her, so fuck it. Yeah, because like people like different types of people and different, you know, it's everyone has different tastes. There is no like one taste, you know? Yeah. So just be like, hey, this is good for you. I at least I won't be stealing all the girls from you because you clearly suck. Yeah. I Um, say, yeah, just go for it because it's it's going to be nicer to to have that off your chest. Yeah, I I know. I understand why this is a difficult call. I I I totally get it. Um, but I, I really want to encourage you to just go for it. Just do it, please. Um, because I promise you there's like, everyone's got that story most likely where they're like, you know, didn't go for someone because of, you know, they weren't really popular or they weren't, you know, seen as super attractive. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm sure that's the case. Yeah. For all, you know, they all fucking like her too. Maybe oh, keep it secret. Get there first. You have to marry Maybe. her, then tell them. At, yeah. the, at the wedding be like surprise i like her i mean we're living in a society right now where like i think we're finally starting to like chisel away at at like societal standards of beauty 
well, where we're now able to like look at different body shapes and be like, she's fucking killing it, regardless of like what what she looks like, what her shape is. People can now just be like, that energy is attractive, and I'm here for it. Well, that's that's one thing is like when we were growing up, like there wasn't the same kind of vernacular like about body shaming and like all that. And I think kids growing up, like they know more about this shit, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping they're going to be better than we were. Right. Um, like, I'm sure in terms of like a lot of issues, they're going to be better. I think they already are, you know, um, and I'm really hoping that like fat shame is going to be one of them. Right. So hopefully yeah. it won't be as hard of a conversation as like, you know, maybe we would have had to do as a kid because people are they're introduced to more fucking concepts these days. Right. Yeah, that's a so good point. Do it. And Hopefully it goes well and fuck it. Like your, your real friends and good people are going to be chill and the people who aren't like whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, we burned through a bunch. That's not bad. One, two, five. I did five questions. Yeah. I did so you did what? Four. four? Okay. So what? Nine questions. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Too many questions. See, now we've set a bad precedent. Now people are going to expect us to be concise all the time. And that's not our forte. No, it's not. But like now we know we can do it. If there's ever those episodes where we're like, let's, let's fucking do it. Let's get in there. Yeah. I, I like I like deep diving on the questions, but I think these ones specifically all had had enough to just sort of like talk about and move on. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for listening. I, I hope you enjoyed our slightly more rapid fire episode. Um, if you did enjoy it and you want us to do it more, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast, or you can tweet us at FCK underscore buddies. You can shoot us an email at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com or you can visit us online at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca if you want to send in a question any of those formats works um the email or the website contact form are probably the most reliable way to get to us make sure we don't miss it um and uh and we look forward to hearing you yeah so thank you to josh eagle and the harvest cities for their song paper stars and also thank you to Agent Kingdom, who uh, sent us a really, really nice message during the week, which we really, really appreciate. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, yeah, that's why we do this. That's why I'm sweating my balls off in a hot, hot <laughs> closet right now. It's like it was it was a very sweet message. Uh, and, and thank you very much uh, for still listening, Kingdom. Yeah, no, seriously. It's like occasionally you're like, you know, a lot of work and time goes into this. And like we, we don't make money. Um you know, but we, we do set aside time like every week to get questions and get together. And of course, it's always great seeing Dane and talking to him. Um, but, you know, it is work and it, it makes it all worthwhile when we when we hear from you guys. So we appreciate it. Um, do you have some bad sex writing for us? Yeah, let's ruin all the nice things we just said with this horrible, horrible thing. Perfect. So this is Moonglow by Michael Chabon, which is a pity because I read a book of his a while ago and it was fucking great. But, well, you ready? Yep. I was planning to feed you for... Sally said. All right, said my grandfather. Don't know. He reached out with a foot to hook the canvas drop cloth bundled in its plastic package. He slid it across the floor and eased himself down onto it, kneeling on this impromptu cushion at her feet. Good Lord, Sally said. And then, oh my. He pulled down her pants and panties and contemplated the graying hair that thatched her belly. It grew sparse but long and very soft against the fingers. He put his cheek to her belly. The soft gray-blonde hair rustled in his ear. The smell of her cunt reached his nostrils. Not yet familiar, no longer strange. He tried and failed to compare it to the remembered smell of my grandmother's cunt. It had Ugh. simply been too long. Too goddamn long. Feed me, he said. Why do people use the word cunt in a romantic sense? I don't know. Also- like, that's, that's a common thing in all these like things you read. is like people using that word as like... That's meant to be like, I guess because it's supposed to be evocative, but like, like it's, I don't know. It's not, unless there's some sort of like social thing right now where people are trying to reclaim that word, which I'm here for, but like, I don't think that is <laughs> happening. I don't know. I think it's just meant to be like, I don't, I don't know. I really have no idea. Cause like, if I'm ever in like a sexy mood or anything, that's the last word in my, yeah, I'm not going to say that. No, this is how we finish our podcast. Niall regales us with some terrible, terrible sex writing. And I find a palate cleanser, which is a comment from the Pornhub uh, pornography streaming service. Um, and this comes from Shaquanato Biggums. And he says, hey. Stephanie, please come home. Your mother and I are worried sick. 
my name is Dane Miller. And my heart goes out to Bigums. Uh, I'm Nos Bain. And we have been your fuck buddies. Wear a fucking mask. <laughs>